0: think radio this is next Up mississippi i'm sharita brent here with kamel king of visit mississippi mary margaret miller is away today this is national travel and tourism week we'll talk with craig ray the executive director of visit mississippi about tourism and its impact in mississippi we'll highlight three festivals going on this weekend one in tupelo ridgeland and Senatobia. plus we'll learn about the rockabilly highway You can give us a call today to let us know about any events going on in your area. But also, it is our car tag drive, and I'll be telling you a little bit more about that after the break. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent here with Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. This is National Travel and Tourism Week and we'll talk with Craig Ray, the Executive Director of Visit Mississippi in just a moment about tourism and its impact in Mississippi. Uh, My buddy, Mayor Margaret Miller, is away today, but Kamel, we're glad to have you in studio. Thank you, thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're going to talk about a few festivals as well. Of course, this is festival season. The weather is wonderful and I will highlight three festivals this weekend in the state, one in Tupelo, Ridgeland, and Senatobia, and we'll learn about Rockabilly Way, uh, which is something that is really cool, a recent signing uh, by Governor Phil Bryan, and we'll get into that a little later. So, Kamel, what have you been doing in Mississippi? Have you been doing some traveling this week?
2: I have. Well, not this week, but mm-hmm. last week I was in Biloxi for most of the week, and I tell you, I never get enough of going to Mississippi's Gulf Coast. It is so beautiful. It is. It is. I, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're in another place. I mean, a whole nother state. It has such yeah. a different character from anywhere else in the state.
0: It does, and it's so close for for us in Jackson, rather. It's just three hours, I think, and it's a a cool escape, a cool quick escape where you don't have to go to Jam- yep. Jamaica or wherever. If the beach is what you want, waterfront, yeah, you know, good seafood, then the coast is is the is the place to be. So I agree with that. Um, I've been taking advantage of uh, Palm Bridges Park in Jackson. Have you? Yes, I have started running and walking again. So, like I, you need to. I, <laughs> I do. I'm telling you, since I turned 30, things have started hurting that were not hurting before. So I said I need to exercise my <laughs> limbs. Loosen the cartilage up in your knees. Yes, yeah. but I, I've been enjoying it very much. It's a really nice park in Jackson. It's shaded. I mm-hmm. think Kevin Farrell plays tennis there sometimes, but a really, really cool place. So if you're looking for somewhere to run in, in Jackson with a nice atmosphere, I'd recommend Palm Bridges Park. And they have a little workout area over there where you can do sit-ups. I see some of the, some of the guys are out there with their shirts off just showing out, Ah sit-ups <laughs> and, sit and pull-ups, looking around, trying to see if anybody's looking, and I just look straight ahead, like, no, nope, no. Nope. Yeah, that was me. That was, I
2: was looking to see who you
0: were looking, but you didn't look. <laughs> not going to get that att- attention from me. Uh, but something really cool we're doing today, it's our car drive, MPB car tag drive, rather, not the car drive. Uh, but when you sign up for the MPB car tag, today only, you will receive a one-year membership to the MPB Foundation. So, this is, this is a, a really cool thing. Uh, if you want to represent MPB, yeah. Wherever you go, the car tag is the right way to do it. Um, so our, our deadline is, is really, really approaching, and, and we need your help to get this official MPB car tag into production. So all we need you to do is call right now, and we'll help you get registered on the phone. The number is one eight hundred three nine zero All right? So it's one 800 Three nine zero four three eight eight to sign up for the MPB car tag. It only takes a few minutes to sign up, so it won't be uh, an imposition in your day. So do it now while it's on your mind while you're listening to the sound of my voice. So <laughs> that would be cool to, to rock an MPB car tag. I think.
2: Yeah, with an MPB shirt and MPB car
0: uh, keychain and everything. Yeah, I have MPB stickers. Stickers on the back of my truck, so I can't do any creeping or anything because <laughs> <laughs> the stickers are on my on the back of my truck. Right. Um, and uh, just a quick note have your current car tag number ready when you call so that number is one eight hundred three nine zero four three eight eight, 390 4388 and we'll be talking about that throughout the show as well uh but we do have on the phones with us craig ray who is the executive director for visit mississippi and we're going to be talking with craig about national travel and tourism week good morning to you craig thanks for being on well
3: good morning thanks for having me on i i enjoyed listening to your monologue uh and talking about the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and you forgot to mention all the 15 championship golf courses on the Mississippi Gulf Coast as well. And I'm on my way today to uh, West Point, Mississippi, to uh, entertain some uh, uh, Nashville golf and travel riders at the new Mossy Oak Golf Course and Old Waverly for the weekend. So wow. great, wow. Uh, great uh, day to talk about golf in Mississippi as well.
0: Yeah. So, are you a golf player yourself, Craig?
3: I am. I am. If I played as much as everybody thought that I did, I'd probably be like a one handicap. But I, <laughs> I, I I, uh, I, I do get to play some, and uh, if, but not as much as I used to. But I sure love the game. I love promoting it for Mississippi.
0: Yeah. Well, you get to see firsthand uh, the impact of tourism in Mississippi. Uh, talk a little bit about your own passion for tourism in Mississippi, uh, some of the things that you're seeing as far as how we're progressing uh, in the in the tourism area.
3: Well, first of all, I'd like to say uh, welcome, everybody, to uh, National Tourism Week. And this is the 34th annual uh, celebration of tourism in America, and it gives us an opportunity as a state and all the states together to have a voice and, and really talk about the importance of tourism in each state, and specifically in our state, we we really gives us an opportunity to uh, reach out to our visitors, to our welcome centers and media like today, and talk about how important tourism is to Mississippi. We're the fourth largest industry. Uh, last year we had 23 million visitors to the state. We have wow six point three billion dollar industry uh 125,000 jobs uh 4.8 billion of those dollars are from out-of-state travelers so wow. uh, uh our passion and our drive for visit mississippi uh is 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 to not only promote the state from within the state but also ultimately to out-of-state and out-of-country travelers to mississippi so um uh, had a great year last year. We we had seven hundred thousand increased uh, travelers to Mississippi. That's seven hundred thousand on the plus side hmm. to Mississippi, and and uh, we just had a great year. A lot of a lot of great uh, events happening. I heard you talk about festivals, but also the bicentennial that we're right in the middle of, and and it's it's a great passion, and I really enjoy having Camell on our team and Mary Margaret. You know to to promote our heritage and culture and, and all of our special events here in the state.
2: Well, yes, indeed. And, Craig, i tell you, uh, I love working for Visit Mississippi and working for you. And one thing that you do is, is you show by example. You're always traveling, always at the Welcome Centers, uh, always connecting the dots and, and leading us in the right direction. And I've seen you jump out of probably two, three cars this week coming from Welcome Centers. Uh, tell us about all of the things that the welcome centers have done across the state to kind of just beef up the national travel and tourism week.
3: Well, this week, uh, well, the welcome centers are a huge part of our ground game. If I can use that word for, for tourism in the state, we have, uh, last year alone, we had 2.6 million visitors that registered at our welcome centers. That, that doesn't probably count to three or 4 million other people that just uh, stopped at our welcome centers to relax and visit for a bit, but we had 2.6 million people. So of our 23 million visitors, you know, we had almost 6 million visitors that, that went through our, our welcome centers. And that gives us an opportunity that, you know, firsthand as a visitor comes into the state to, to uh, not only welcome that visitor, uh, help them with reservations, give them uh, places to go, give them advice from the state and, and and where to go tourism-wise, and and what we choose to do during National Tourism Week is through all of our 13 Welcome Centers, Welcome Centers to uh, to have uh, special events, whether it be if I was in Vicksburg earlier this week, and we had we had like a chili cook-off and some food and and all uh, live music and events that are going on. You know, the travelers don't necessarily know that it's National Tourism Week when they come by. It's an extra special welcome them to the state and we did that all 13 welcome centers all this week and to reach out and highlight our national tourism uh week and and so we we used uh, the welcome centers as a launching pad i guess you could say to to help us uh not only for interviews and visitors to really highlight national tourism week it's, it's been a great week i'm just always proud of our welcome center staff and and uh and all that they do to to highlight and touch our visitors when they come into the state.
0: Well, Craig, these numbers are really encouraging, the amount of visitors that we're getting in the state. Um, Could you talk about some things that you think might be attracting more people? And and what would be your pitch for those who have not visited the state recently uh, to, to get them here and experience Mississippi?
3: Well, what's unique about Mississippi, and I look at tourism in our state, we're unique, and we can say we have not only five regions, but I look at it as a portfolio uh, of offerings, uh, different things that we offer to the traveler from the Mississippi Gulf Coast that you and Kamel talked about earlier, you know, beautiful uh, beaches, uh, the casinos, resorts, golf courses, great restaurants, uh, just all kinds of activities and festivals and activities on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Then you go up to the Delta region to uh, from Natchez, such a Wonderful community and great history there on the Mississippi River and Vicksburg to the rest of the Delta to music, tourism, and festivals, all the way up to, you know, Indianola's BB King Museum, the, the Grammy Museum in, in, in Cleveland. For those listeners that have never been to either one of those two, those are the crown jewels in the state right now for museums. Uh, and we've got two more opening up in Jackson this fall Civil Rights and, and History Museum. And, and in Meridian, uh, I was at the Meridian Welcome Center as well this week when we went through Meridian downtown, the, the Arts and Entertainment uh, Center that will be opening up in January. is going to be just spectacular, uh, highlighting not just our musicians, but all of our arts and, and, and entertainment, the whole industry, highlighting them. Uh, and in a wonderful, beautiful museum right downtown uh, near the Jimmy Rogers Museum, so just I mean, I, if you're just looking around the state, we have five different regions, all different kinds of uh, opportunities for for the state as we celebrate our bicentennial. Our next step is at Oxford, Mississippi, in the in the hills country from Tupelo and, and the Oxford area, the hills country, all that that is afforded there. Um, you know, from not only El- Elvis is what you think tupelo is famous for but they they have a an incredible sports tourism product there where they do a great job of marketing and recruiting sporting events uh from you know softball baseball swimming events soccer tournaments uh and so you know we just have a really incredible portfolio of offerings to the tourists around the state from all all these activities which makes us Unique and and that other states, I, I would say, couldn't offer. And, and then, you know, I, I would never overlook the thirty-two casinos and resorts that we have on the coast and up the Mississippi River and the Delta as well.
2: Well, Craig, when you look at numbers like. Uh, out-of-state visitors uh, to Mississippi spent around 4.8 billion dollars in the 2016 fiscal year and uh what it does to our general state fund can you just give the listeners uh you know what how does that impact the job market and just our general economy in Mississippi
3: Well it's as I'd mentioned we we it's uh 86,000 direct tourism jobs and another almost 45 indirect jobs from tourism. So you're you're looking at not only casino workers, hotel workers, bartenders, restaurants, uh, golf courses, people that work at shopping centers, all those parts of the industry are all tourism jobs. And so 125,000 jobs here in Mississippi – and that impact—I don't have my notes in front of me—but I believe it's a uh, from the percentages of those revenues, about uh, close to $400 million that goes directly into the general fund that our uh, that, that our government, our House and Senate, and the governor have to appropriate to you know, agencies and needs of the state. So we're a we're a huge contributor to the general fund and and, a, and a, as I mentioned the fourth largest industry in the state
0: well Craig this is this has been great uh, hearing all this wonderful information very encouraging and uh, we hope you have safe travels to the coast and enjoy your golfing and uh, you know showing folks around uh, did you have a website you want folks to visit if they want to learn more about tourism in Mississippi of course I know what you're gonna say but
3: <laughs> well I'm gonna let Camille highlight on that I'm, I'm driving my car right now but it's busy visit mississippi.org uh and, and then if you want to lo- learn more about all our bicentennial events i think it's forward slash uh 200 I mean, 200 yes yep
0: <laughs> all right thank you so much craig for being thank on we really appreciate it
3: thank you and y'all have a great day enjoy your show and, and and again happy tourism week to all of our listeners and thank you for all you do
0: Thank you very much, Craig. For all you do as well. We appreciate you. Yes indeed. yeah, the uh, the visit Mississippi website is really cool. Yes, it is. Um, I'm talking about the the way it's categorized and compartmentalize with all these different things. You can look up sports, you know, water sports or uh, music or food. Yeah, a and trip it, planner, mm-hmm. the whole nine. It makes it real easy. I think you can even order brochures or you something can. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So really cool. Uh, Alright, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll learn about Rockabilly Way in Mississippi. Dale Rushing is going to tell us about that. Also, we have a few festivals we want to highlight and let you know about this weekend. It is our MPB Car Tag Drive today. Uh, like other state agencies, MPB budget has been cut. So we're trying to find creative ways to replace those funds. So when you sign up for the MPB car tag, you give us more money to use to keep those uh, programs that you enjoy on the air. So and also, you know, you don't want a boring looking car. So if you want to add a yeah. little flair to the to the van, the mom mobile, as they say, um, you can get your mom an MPB car tag this Mother's Day. My mom loves MPB. So that is actually a good idea. There you go. Uh, so the number is one eight hundred three nine zero four three eight eight 390 4388 to sign up for the MPB car tag. one eight hundred three nine zero. 390 four three eight eight be sure to have your current car tag number ready when you call and we'll talk a little bit more about the car tag drive throughout the the show and this is next time Mississippi we'll be back in just a moment next stop mississippi on mpv think radio i'm sharita brent in studio with kamel king of visit mississippi my good friend mary mark miller is away today but we are holding down the fort for her. i'm so sure I'm she's working friend. you are an excellent friend Thank kamel. You. you know this <laughs> <laughs> i bet your mary margaret is working she doesn't believe in taking a break so no she's always working Right, uh, and tourism as well. So I'm sure she's enjoying this week National Travel and Tourism Week. And uh, we're talking about some things that kind of make tourism uh, uh, kind of makes tourism go round in Mississippi. Several um, festivals we're going to highlight this morning. The Tupelo Gum Festival, we'll talk about the Stray at Home Festival and the Five Star Festival in Cenotopia. And uh, just a reminder, this is our MPB Car Tag Drive this morning. So if you listen to MPB Think Radio in your car, you can spruce up your ride and show others you support us by ordering your MPB card tag today. It really doesn't take much to sign up. All you have to do is just give us a call and we'll fill out the form for you. So we started out at 120 applications. We are slowly but surely chipping away at that. And so I think that is absolutely a reasonable number by the end of the day, or if we can get it before the end of the the day is over. Yeah. Uh, So we don't have to keep asking. You can uh, go ahead and call us one 800 390 4388 to sign up for the MPB car tag 1 800 390 4388. Have your current car tag number ready when you call. And I wonder if there's a a picture of it on the website. I think there is. I'm going to look really quickly. If you go to mpbonline.org as well, there's a little more information on the car tag. All right. So as I mentioned, we are talking about uh, lots of things going on in Mississippi this week. And right now, Dale Rushing is on the line with us, and he's going to talk with us about Rockabilly Way in Mississippi. Good morning to you, Dale. Thanks for being on today. Thank
4: you. Uh, Good morning to you all there in Jackson. I appreciate the uh, opportunity to be on with you.
0: So I understand that you were extremely instrumental in making sure this Rockabilly way, um, got a home. So tell us why you thought it was important to have a Rockabilly way.
4: We, i I've got family members in that part of, um, highway 45 around McNary County, Jackson, Tennessee area. And, um, um, uh, so I began talking to Mr. Harrison, who is the international Rockabilly hall of fame, um, director there in jackson tennessee and originally when they did the bill they they had brought in some of the mississippi people to kind of uh, be a part of that and of course they adopted the highway there in, in uh from the tennessee state line to jackson tennessee uh eight nine years ago approximately and uh, at the time mississippi was in kind of involved with some other some other activities and other things going on so uh I began to ask questions why we haven't done that. So anyway, we, we started pushing, trying to get this thing done. And and then we're, we're there. We finally got it done. So, so from Elvis's birthplace to Carl Perkins's birthplace or the, the two hometowns, Uh, highway 45 is now known as rockabilly highway or rockabilly way. We, we actually adopted the old 45 in Mississippi to kind of get, you know, to kind of tell the stories in towns like Corinth and Boomville and and, um, um, Satilla, Baldwin, Guntown—those towns—it has a little history of people either from from those areas or venues that were played back back in the forties uh, and fifties that kind of led to the rockabilly uh, uh, sound.
2: Well, Dale, it was good to meet you when uh, the governor signed it uh, on Tuesday, and I mean, it was just a great event, and and so many people were around and, and passionate. Uh, for the listeners who aren't familiar with the rockabilly genre, give them some uh, some of the artists who were part of the rockabilly movement and just how important it was to uh, the music of America. Yeah, you know
4: the the rockabilly course is a precursor to rock of course there's there's things that were precursors to rockabilly that kind of influenced that and of course you know hillbilly music some call it and um country and that kind of stuff so there's there's a lot of people that kind of influenced that even the hill country blues and the delta blues had an impact on um, developing that rockabilly sound and um but of course we all know elvis and carl perkins and uh, Jerry Lee, those guys that recorded Sun Records, but there was a, a good many folks that either recorded Sun, or uh, there was even some recording studios in, in the North Mississippi, Jackson, Tennessee area. That, uh, for example, there was one Bond Record Company here in Boonville, Mississippi, and had their own little theater. And um, um, you know, they Hayden Thompson uh, recorded on that label, and he was from Wheeler, Mississippi. Well, most most people in this area didn't know who Hayden is, but overseas uh, he he. So, you know, many records overseas in different countries. And uh, he also recorded on the Sun Record label. And then you have uh, people like Homer Ray uh, uh, um, that's from Mantache, Mississippi, Attawama County that uh, recorded Sun Records and then uh, Homer Ray Harris, I'm sorry, at, uh, then went on and recorded Sun Records, but he pulled off from Sun Records and, and was a partner or started, uh, instrumental in starting high records there in Memphis, which went on and did other kind of music, like Isaac Hayes and those type of folks. So it, so it kind of filtered from the rockabilly into other type of genres. But, um, you know, there's, there's numerous people that had an influence. that it just kind of lived in the shadows, I've always said, of, of some of these bigger artists like Elvis and Carl Perkins that that were from this area and, and were instrumental in a lot of different ways in developing um, the rockabilly genre, but also other genres as well.
0: So uh, what are your plans for Rockabilly Way? Are there going to be murals set up? Uh, how how will be able, people be able to learn its history along the, the path? Well
4: what, what we're actually talking about doing, we want to try to do something a little bit different. In in Selmer, Tennessee, they, they had uh, Brian Toll came in and painted these two uh, large murals there uh, kind of depicting Rockabilly. And, of course, you can Google those online and find it. But we've been talking to Brian about the possibility of coming into – the smaller towns like Corinth and Boonville and uh, Baldwin and maybe painting one or two murals there, there in those towns. And, of course, we even, when it talked about incorporating, bringing in some of the college students from maybe old Miss, Mississippi State, or um, uh, even University of Tennessee, and, and maybe help paint these murals and um, and kind of make it a little bit different. That way it makes it a driving tour that you can go and, and stop and take selfies in front of those murals that, and and that's the thing in Selma, Tennessee that they're finding is there there's people that's coming to Memphis and from overseas that, you know, they spend the week in Memphis, but they'll they'll take one day and drive to Selma just to take a picture of themselves in front of those murals. Hmm. And and overseas the the rockabilly scene, the music has, has is pretty popular in some countries over there and, and uh I mean even if you go on YouTube and look for modern day rockabilly bands or uh, music videos, uh, there's, there's millions of views on those, uh, those videos. So that tells me there's a, uh, still a large interest in that rockabilly scene. And, and the thing that I'm seeing about the younger people today is they like the history thing, but they want you to tell the story from the standpoint of how it got put together from top to bottom. And that's what we want to try to develop and do here in this area, is not only show the rockabilly music was created here, but what caused the creation of that music.
2: Wow. Well, Dale, who are some of the artists or musicians who are still around uh, and active or are still around who are a, a part of this movement who were relevant when the genre was around? Because I know that uh, Rockabilly was really popular during the 50s and maybe 60s. I, am I right about the era? Uh, that,
4: that's correct. They, uh, actually, you could probably even go back to the late 40s, early 50s. But, uh, you know, and some of those guys came on in the early 60s with Sun Records, but but the movement had kind of shifted from being known as rockabilly more more into the rock music that we currently know today. And uh, but but there were guys that were still part of it. In fact, you 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 met Ace Cannon uh, the other day with, with me there in Jackson. And of course, Ace is a saxophone player from from Mississippi that was real involved with it. Um, uh, there's a guy named Jumpin' Gene Simmons from here locally. Uh, that did real well recording music. He he has passed away but some of his band members are still around. Uh, Travis Wamick, uh from Walnut, Mississippi, he he went to Memphis, recorded there in Memphis and did very well but but he is now in the Muscle Shows area and he's he has a recording studio in muscle shows and he's still active in playing music. Um uh Mac Allen Smith is, is another guy that uh, recorded at Sun Records. He he is Still around, still doing some stuff. And of course, then you got guys like W. S. Holland, uh, who was Johnny Cash's uh, drummer. Uh, D. J. Fontana, who is up in Nashville, but he still comes to Tupelo a bit, especially for the Elvis Festival, because he was uh, Elvis's first drummer. Um, he, you know, he's still active in Bob and things. Um, so, so there's some of those guys still around. Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis, I forget about mm. Jerry. Lee, he's still around, and you know, he's got a little ranch in Nesbitt, Mississippi, and and uh, he's still doing some things from time to
0: time. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for being on, Dale, and uh, uh, we appreciate everything that you did. You were uh, extremely, um, played an important role in in getting this Rockabilly Way up and going, and I'm sure you'll continue to be very involved. So uh, thanks for trying to preserve that part of our history and and make sure people know about it. We appreciate it. All right, thank y'all. All All right, Uh, Rockabilly Way, is is that an area you've been in? I have not,
2: but I'm going to visit it now. (laughs) <laughs> it's a part of Visit
0: Mississippi. Yeah, now now it is. Uh, thank you so much, Dale. We appreciate your call. Uh, let's see. We do have a caller. Mitch wants to talk about an upcoming event. Good morning to you, Mitch. Hello, Mitch. How are you?
5: I'm great. Uh, just calling from Holy Springs, Mississippi, up here uh, north of Oxford, close to the Memphis area. Uh, Strawberry Plains Audubon Center. Most folks know us for our annual Hummingbird Festival every September, but our other big Event is going on uh, this weekend and most likely in the next weekend. It's our spring native plant sale, and so it's today and tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and we've got uh, all kinds of plant experts on site to help you garden with native plants to help support and attract wildlife. And so we'll be doing that, uh, like I said, today, Friday, and Saturday. Come get a nice uh, gift for your mother for Mother's Day weekend, and also uh, something that can she can enjoy year round and enjoy the wildlife that uh, it supports.
0: Okay. All right. That sounds really cool. Mitch, we appreciate your calling. Thank you.
5: Yeah. And if people want more info just about Strawberry Plains, it's uh, strawberryplains.autobot.org. So thanks for your time and uh, take care.
0: All right. You take care as well, Mitch. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. All right. We need to take a quick break, but uh, Kamel, got to remind people about the MPB car, car tags. Tag. Yes. Go and get them right You'd now. Call to in. get them, folks. Uh, by signing up for this this car tag, you're helping support your favorite MPB programs, and it's just $31 all right. That's uh, affordable for, for well most folks. It. Yeah, it is worth it for sure. Uh, so for one day only, you can sign up for the MPB card tag and receive a one year membership to the MPB Foundation. It only takes a few minutes to sign up for the tag. So you can do it now while it is on your mind. All you have to do is call 1-800-390-4388 to sign up. That's one 800 three nine zero four three eight eight. Have your current card tag number ready when you call. Our original goal was one 120- twenty I'm not sure what the update is, but I know we are uh, slowly but surely chipping away. So we appreciate those who have already bought a car tag today. And if you are contemplating, go ahead and make that decision and go ahead and get it. it. Yes, do it. Do it right now. 1-800-390-4388 is the number. All right, when we get back, we're going to talk about a few festivals that are lined up for the weekend. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Well,
6: I'm driving down the road in my Cadillac. Trapping lights nearby or all turning black. Drinking gasoline is all I do. Drinking gasoline to
5: get over you. We were doing swell with a short way from heaven on the hill. Well, I met you in the desert at Sea Brisky Point.
1: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
0: back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. Mary Margaret Miller is away today, but we've been talking about tourism in Mississippi and festivals in Mississippi are part of our tourism industry. And uh, we are joined now on the phones by Belle Noor, who's going to talk with us about the Gum Tree Festival in Tupelo. Good morning to you, Belle. Thanks for being on this morning.
7: Hi, thanks for having me
0: so tell us about the the gumtree festival this one has been around for a pretty long time right almost 50 years 46 wow.
7: Man, it's 46 years um in 2017 that's that's a substantial amount of time to be carrying on a fine art festival anywhere so yes we're, we're very proud and excited to invite people to tupelo this weekend for our two-day juried fine art festival um we have around 85 artists that are from all over the country Um, We will have a singer-songwriter competition tomorrow during the day, as well as youth performances going on on the other stage. Uh, We'll have a block party tomorrow night from 6 to 10. So we got a lot going on. Wow.
2: So this festival has been going on since 2000, I'm sorry, 1971?
7: Uh, I think you're about right here.
2: Wow. So you guys uh, gather around the old uh, courthouse square, is that right?
7: That is correct. We um we use the historic courthouse square. It's about a it's just a block off of Main Street in downtown Tupelo in the heart of the city. It's a beautiful landscape and layout. This year we're actually having a beer garden on the lawn and on the street at Spring Street during the singer songwriter competition and then going into the uh gumbash tomorrow night.
2: How do the fine artists uh, contact the festival or the festival uh, keeps a, uh, you know, a syndicate of these artists to come in and and display their work? And is it for sale?
7: Yes, all their work is original, done by themselves. Um, We have, I think I said 85 artists. Uh, They will come from, well, we sign up through zapplication.org. That's a sign-up engine where you go, you upload your photographs. We have three different jurying processes that go on to decide who's in and who's out, and that can change every year due to our judges' taste. So we like to keep it fresh.
0: So um, is Tupelo known for gum trees? I mean, is the the festival on the site (laughs) where you can see gum trees or what?
7: Um, Around the historic Lee County Courthouse, uh, beautiful building with a bronze gold top or dome. Um, I didn't realize this till about a year ago. I moved here a year and a half ago. That they have planted native Mississippi trees all around the grassy area around the courthouse. So yes, there are sweet gums over there.
0: That's cool. Well, right. you know, we're right in the in the middle of, of National Tourism Week. Uh, how does the Gum Tree Festival impact tourism in Tupelo?
7: Um, well, this past year we were awarded a. Double the amount of money for marketing from the Tupelo Convention Visitors Bureau. And so that was a, we were able to spread our reach for marketing all the way to Nashville, Franklin, Tennessee, Memphis, Birmingham, Jackson, the coast. So we were really able to um, get the word out further this past or this current year than we have in the most recent year. So we're hoping to bring a lot of people from these neighboring states. I even had a call yesterday from a guy from Colorado that was coming here. So nice. You never know.
2: Well, even with this being a fine uh, art festival and and really centered around the arts, there are things for the kids to do. It's uh, it's something for the whole family, isn't that right?
7: Absolutely. On Jefferson Street in front of the new um, Tupelo Courthouse, uh, that's where we set up the youth stage for the different uh, local bands or choral acts or dance uh, troops that will be performing all day tomorrow and half the day on Sunday. This year we added something new. It's the junior art market. That's going to be a really neat thing with a few of the high school students here from Tupelo High School. We're going to give them an opportunity to sell their art for about four hours on Sunday, set up their booths, decorate their booths, do whatever they need, price their paintings, um, and try to start thinking about the business of art at an earlier age so we're excited about that for sure
0: sounds good so um before you go bell could you give us a rundown of uh the the schedule of events on saturday and sunday sure
7: on saturday our festival hours are 9 a.m to 6 p.m then from 6 till 9 p.m at night uh the inverse we're going to do the block party and gum bash Mm. but during the day we will like i said have um the youth performers going on jefferson street and spring street uh singer songwriter stage or the blue canoe stage will be on the corner of spring and court so there will be music going on all day with finalists preliminary finalists um our guest judge who is grammy award winner award-winning singer songwriter laurie white from nashville she'll be the judge and she'll go on at three on saturday and then we skip to Sunday. It will be ten a.m. to five p.m., and we will have an artist breakfast and awards from nine a.m. to ten a.m., and then general festival festivities, youth art awards, and other things.
0: Sounds good. Well, Belle, we appreciate you being on today. Uh, and what's the website if folks want to find out more information?
7: Sure. Right now, for you know, we love social media these days, so we're sending everybody to the www.facebook.com <laughs> forward slash gumtree uh, festival or you could just go to the search bar and facebook and search gumtree festival to and you can find an updated list of all the schedules comprehensive map and where the artists will be placed and other information
0: excellent thank you so much for being on bell we really appreciate it
7: hey thank you all for having me i hope everybody comes out to support the
0: arts all right good luck to you 46th year wow gum tree festival that's awesome yeah uh okay before we get to our next uh guest we're going to be talking about the five star festival in Senatobia uh with jamie but we are going to go to chico who's calling in good morning to you chico what's going on today
6: hey y'all i'm on the eap headed toward tupelo right now
0: okay wh- what's going on there well
6: tupelo mayor jason shelton has proclaimed today in Tupelo, take your mother to lunch or dinner day.
0: Oh, okay. So wow. i am
6: freaking there as fast as I can I'm going to take mom out to East Tupelo for Johnny's drive-in.
0: Oh, right. What, what kind of food they have there? Oh, they got Johnny Burgers,
6: which are you know, slug burgers. They're Johnny's Drive-In, open since 1945, is in the heart of the Slugburger region of northeast Mississippi, and it's my favorite restaurant in the world, just like it has been for 56 years.
0: Nice. <laughs> Are you going to hang around for the Gum Festival, Chico? We're going to do some of it this weekend, but
6: we've got to go over to Clarksdale tonight to see Carrie Hudson play at the Shack Up Inn.
2: Oh, wow. Go ahead. You're on the move, Chico. <laughs> Always.
6: Well, he, he played at Ajax last night, and uh, it was just a fantastic show. And I want to thank Randy Yates for booking great music in Oxford.
0: Wow. Chico, we appreciate you calling. Always enjoy you uh, calling in. Be, be careful, and I hope your mother enjoys Johnny's drive-in.
2: Oh, she will. Y'all have a
6: great weekend.
0: Thanks. You too, Chico. Thank you.
2: That's a good sign right there. Yeah,
0: indeed, <laughs> indeed. All right, um, I'll tell you what, Kevin, we're going to take a quick break. and we get back, we'll just uh, go to our last two interviews. We'll talk with Jamie about the Five Star Festival in Sinatobia and also about the Stray at Home Festival uh, coming up in Jackson, actually. I was saying originally it's going to be in Jackson at Smith Park. Also, this is our MPB Car Tag Drive. If you want to get a car tag, you can sign up for it. It's really easy. Uh, by getting one, you're helping to support uh, your favorite MPB programs, we have 50 down, 70 more to go. We're Do trying it. to get 120. Do it. Do it. The call the call in number is 1 800 390 4388 to sign up for the MPB car tag. It's 31 bucks. 1 800 390 4388. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Next Stop Mississippi. Hey. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent with Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. We've been talking about some different festivals and things going on as we celebrate National Tourism Week. Uh, It's coming to a close, but it is still going on. And so we are talking about some of these things that make tourism what it is in Mississippi. Uh, But also, we need your support. MPB Car Tag, our drive is today. And today only, And when you sign up for the MPB Car Tag, you will receive a one-year membership to the MPB Foundation. Uh, so basically, folks, like other state agencies, MPB's budget has been cut. So we're just trying to come up with creative ways to replace those funds. And we came up with this MPB car tag. So it gives us more money to use to keep the programs you enjoy on the air, like this one, next up Mississippi. Uh, so it only takes a few minutes to sign up for an MPB car tag. And all you have to do is call one 800 390 4388 You give us a call and we'll fill out the form for you, actually. one eight hundred three nine zero four three eight eight, 390 4388 and have your car tag number ready when you call. Alright, so uh, we're going to talk about a couple more festivals before we wrap up the show here. Uh, we have online Jamie with us who's going to talk with us about the Five Star Festival in Sinatobia. Good morning to you, Jamie. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. Um, is this a new festival in Sinatobia, or has it been around for a while?
8: Well, it has been around for a while. Um, it was the Mayfair before and Four years ago, we rebranded it as the Five Star City Fest because Centotopia is known as the Five Star City.
0: Well, why is that?
8: Because um, the, there's five stars, five things that make up a great community, and um, they're agriculture. If you do the eye care, um, they, like agriculture, industry, citizenship, education, where was that? I, and so we based it, the renaming over the five stars that represent Centotopia.
0: Nice. So um, how involved is uh, Cenotopia Main Street, the the Chamber of Commerce, in making this thing happen?
8: Well, we are actually um, the ones who who rebranded and took it over from just an arts and crafts festival uh, four years ago and turned it to more music and
9: kids.
8: And this year we added even more along to that. We are having uh, a car show in the heart of our downtown. We are having a barbecue contest for the first time. And something new to our area, we're having a steak cook-off. So we're really excited about that. Steak? Wow.
0: Hmm.
9: You know,
8: barbecue competitions are a big thing here in the South. This is hopefully um, the start of
0: something great. You know, I have some steak uh, in the sink right now that I put in, and I was going to make it when I get home. Do you have a steak recipe you can recommend? Or? <laughs> I I just recommend eating them. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, I agree. We also have a 5K race tonight, so there's,
8: there's lots of different components, lots of music, moving parts to this festival.
2: Nice. What is kind of the schedule of events, Jamie, and, and uh, how the setup is going to be between tonight and Saturday?
8: Okay. Well, tonight we have... Um, we have a park. We're lucky enough to have a park in, our, in downtown Sinatobia. So in Gabbert Park tonight, we have live music, food vendors, a kids' play area, and like I said, the barbecue competition kicks off. And then at 6.30 tonight, we, the downtown Dash 5K, sponsored by Guarantee Bank, kicks off, and it, they, run, they run actually in our downtown. So that's tonight. And we have three musicians coming on. We have William Charles starting at 6, and then at 7.30, Mark Man Massey. And then the litigants come on at 9 and close out the show uh, tonight in the park. And then first thing in the morning, you wake up and you come back to downtown Sinatobia, and the car show is going to line Front Street, which is absolutely in the heart of our downtown. The barbecue contest will be in full force. And then around lunchtime is when that steak cook-off kicks off. And there's going to be – we have our largest number of arts and crafts vendors, over 100, in our, in our park we have a kids' area with the balloon bounces and rock walls and all of that. And then we have all-day entertainment on, from the stage in the park as well, and food vendors and all the other great things you you know, you know expect at a festival. And then at 3.30, we are going to announce the winners from our car show, our barbecue competition, and the steak off from the main stage. And then everybody's going to go home, get cleaned up, and come back at 5 o'clock for four great bands on Saturday night. And this is the first time we have had the festival where it is on our front street and the main stage is uh hopefully going to blow people away being in this in this spot and and providing just a really good view of downtown synotopia
0: Sounds good. Nice. Well, I've heard great things about Centotopia, how uh, much of a great community it is for raising a family and just being a part of a, of a caring community because it's a small community, but it's thriving. So I uh, hope everything goes well at the Five Star Festival. Jamie, thank you so much for being on with us. Well, Thanks, thank Jamie. thank you
8: all very much. You've come to Centotopia.
0: Have a great time. All right. You mentioned that steak off. It definitely did make me want to come. Yeah. I'm telling you, I just put some steak in the sink. I'm going to cook it later yeah. on. Um, I just put butter on my lemon pepper, maybe a little Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> yeah. That's my recipe. Up a little bit. What? Salt and pepper. <laughs> you have to keep it simple. You don't want to over-season it. Salt, pepper, butter, maybe a little Worcestershire sauce. What do you put on yours?
2: You <laughs> wouldn't you like to know and would the listeners also <laughs> not.
0: <laughs> don't do that, Camille. I know. Uh, Alright, we're going to talk finally about the Stray at Home Festival in Smart Pit Park in Jack Smith Park. Did I just say Smart Park? Wow. Mm-hmm. Good morning to you, Mary Claire. Thanks for being on today.
9: Hey, yeah. Good morning.
0: <laughs> uh, so talk with us about the Stray at Home Festival. I've gone before. It's uh, A really cool place, especially because it is at Smith Park in downtown Jackson. Was it intentional to have it down there?
9: Yes, for sure. We love the area. It's so beautiful, the block around the park and the park recently has been um, majorly cleaned up and um, a lot of the dead trees have been removed. So it's even more bright and open. Um, But yeah, we, we love that area right behind the governor's mansion and the cobblestone streets of Congress and it's just a great festival day, and we wanted to have it downtown because it is an urban um, art market.
0: So, And, and a big part of the, the festival is the music. So could you talk about some of the artists that are going to be performing at the festival? Yeah, so um,
9: we have five bands playing tomorrow. Um, all of them are great. The Delta Mountain Boys kick things off. They're a local band. Um, and then we have Grace Askew. She was actually on The Voice a few years back. And she'll be next. And then we have Joe Pug. He's a really big deal, um, great folk singer-songwriter. And we have um, Zach Williams of the Lone Bellow. They are a really big band that originated from Brooklyn and now live in Nashville. And uh, the lead singer of that band will be performing. And then we have another Nashville band, Mark Scabilla. Um, It's just going to be great. Um, we've got over 30 visual artists that will be selling um, their – their creations, and we've got popsicles, food trucks, craft beer. Um, we have Italian ice, and uh, Sugar Ray's candy booth will be in the park
0: as well. Have you been to Sugar Ray's yet? Downtown? I've not. No. Oh wait, yes, I have. It's right across from King Edward, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have gone. Yeah. It is. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Candy. So lots of we, uh, variations of candy. Yeah.
9: Yeah. Well, we're so thrilled to be bringing this festival again. This is our sixth year of the Stray at Home Art and Music Festival. It's free admission. Um, It's a great day to bring the family out. We have a kid's craft from 1130 to 130, um, sponsored by Fresh Ink. And just a lot of people come and bring their blankets and chairs and hang out all day with us.
0: So Um, what are the
9: hours of the festival again? Yeah, it's 11 to 7. Okay. And we are raising money for amenities along the museum trail, um, which it'll be Jackson's first a multi-purpose trail in the heart of our city. Um, the trail is fully funded, but they don't have um, additional funds for benches and signs and that sort of thing. And we wanna help make it beautiful and um, we'll be accepting donations um, at the Stray at Home booth uh, for the trail. And there's also our annual cornhole tournament it's going down at 2 p.m. We would love for people to play. It's $20 a team, and all that money goes to the trail. Okay. And there's a, a trophy and a $50 gift card to Parlor Market and a bunch of other prizes for, for
0: the winners. All right. Sounds good. Well, hope everything goes well, Mary Claire. Thank you so much for being on today. We really appreciate Thank it. you all. Yes. All right. And uh, wanted to also mention earlier, we were trying to give the uh, web address for the Bicentennial. It's ms200.org. 200. Yes. All right, folks. Uh, we have chipped down our car tag number. We're trying to get 120 applications total. Do and it. I think we have about 50 already. So we have a little ways to go. But thanks for everyone who's already bought a $31 car tag. It's not that much. Nope. Um, it's worth it. Well, worth it. As Kamel said, if you want to represent MPB, the number to call is one 800 only all you have to do is uh, give us a call and we'll fill out the form for you. 1-800-390-4388. 1-800-390-4388. Coming up next is Southern Remedy for Women. This is Think Radio. <laughs>